All right, pre-show shenanigans. Update on the sunburn. Uh, yesterday, uh, was one, two, three, four days after the incident of the sunburn happening was yesterday. I woke up. My entire face was peeled. I looked you- like a. I I don't even know how to describe what I looked like. It, it you looks, currently look like Rudolph the Red Nose. No, I look pretty bad now, but you look pretty me, bad. I I looked like somebody kind of like put glue on my face and then just threw a bunch of sand on me. You're a snake. You're you're I, literally a snake. You're, you're peeling. Like. Yeah, you're, you're a snake. Yeah, you're shedding. Uh, shedding on my face and on my 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 legs that were burnt completely fine. Don't hurt at all. Still look burnt, but don't hurt. Yeah, kids. If if you've learned anything from uh, uh, no 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 no, Grant. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. uh, but my arms, Everett. My arms, they formed blisters yesterday, like all over, and my arms hurt so badly yesterday to the point where, like, if I bent over to pick something up, the blood would rush to my arms and it would start hurting. Uh, today though, I woke up. The blisters were completely gone. My arms don't hurt at all. My legs don't hurt at all, even though I still look sunburnt on my legs. My face, I still look like Larry the Lobster. You, you uh, are Rudolph. But I don't look rainbow. like I, I don't look like a, a shedding snake anymore. You're you're so ready to to lead Santa's sleigh right now. No, it's a dub overall. It's a win. It, put that in the W column. When I yeah. saw the blisters forming on my arms, I literally thought I might be out for like the first three weeks of summer. Grant, uh, Grant's gone on IL. But the blisters are gone. They were gone after a day. I was shocked today. Like I, I took yesterday in the past couple of days, like I literally had to take cold showers or else it would hurt. Today, I so- bumped up to lukewarm, Everett. <laughs> I bumped the frick up to lukewarm. I was oh. chilling. I was so f- I was like, I, I, oh, I'm oh, I'm, I just just because you said lukewarm, just, I'm fine. Just because you want you said frick, I I now want us both. Well, the try- first ten minutes, first ten yes. minutes, no cussing. I I I, I know. I don't want to go but, back and edit the bleeps. But, but <laughs> I'm not now challenging both of us. The entire episode can only say frick, nothing else, just frick. Um, sure. We'll see. How, we'll see how quickly. Just Frick. It's the Kirk Cousins episode. I think we only got like Kirk six Cousins. minutes left to go until ten minutes are done. But oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, no, but if you learned anything, I'm looking if better. you learned anything, kids, um, wear sunscreen. Oh, wear sunscreen. Oh, my one, um, my the, one, my one piece of advice for everything is that uh, put on. If you're ever peeling, you just put lotion on. It doesn't matter if it's yes, aloe, that is how aloe it's vera dry lotion skin. or anything, but there's no such thing as enough lotion. There's no such thing as enough lotion. That's what I've learned over the past five days. I just want to stipulate. And now the way, consider for everybody maybe watching I should put on lotion regularly because I don't. Probably probably should do that. It helps with aging, but I just want to stipulate for everybody well, listening or watching right now. I extremely young, and I know that for a fact. Grant Foley did not... And I get called honey after I get served. Yeah, we did experience that. Um, but but uh, Grant refused the entire time we were together after he was sunburnt. Whenever we would leave that the the house, 
uh, he would be wearing a long sleeve shirt or jacket and pants. Well, smart. Well, considering blisters formed on my arms yesterday, I was like, oh shit. This I wonder what would have happened really to you around the This might be really bad. Turns out it was actually okay. Uh, if you could see my arms now, like, Everett, if you could take a gander. This is for YouTube only, by the way, guys. For <laughs> YouTube. Like for YouTube only, that's you gotta go subscribe. Extremely dark red patch. This looks like just raw skin. This was all blistered, Everett. It 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 looks it looks like you've got a case of scurvy scurvy over there. No, this is legitimately scurvy. And it's like on this arm, scurvy. it was a bit smaller. It was just this patch. Yeah, but I can like, see the redness. The rest of my arms are fine. It's just like this one hunk of meat in the middle of my <laughs> forearm. Uh. Put yeah. that segment right there. Uh, I thought meat. I was tougher than the sun, not tougher than the sun. Uh, this whole situation could have been avoided if I just put on a little bit of SPF 15. Doesn't even need to be that high of a number. SPF 15 would have got the job done. But anyway, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back um, to a pretty depressing episode of the Waterboy podcast. Today is episode 119. And the Los, uh, Los Angeles Lakers have uh, officially been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. So have the Celtics. The battle for 18 rings will be played in Cancun. Will not be happening in the NBA finals. Uh, will not be happening in LA and Boston. Uh, but it's been a second since we recorded. But the Lakers and Celtics are both down 3-0. The series are over the NBA finals. Uh, superstar NBA Finals Let, matchup. Let's clarify the 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 superstar series is, NBA Finals. The series is over. Uh, the season is also also over now that the Lakers over. and the Celtics yeah, have lost. Over, the, 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 the season's over. Uh, the NBA the NBA season might be is done. Over. Well, the NBA uh, might just be done. The, it might be over too. So, like recently, I'm pretty sure NBA Finals viewership has just been down. This is going to set a record for the least viewed NBA Finals. I think the Ever. bubble, the bubble might have been more viewed than this. Well, it, it probably will be. I'm pretty sure the bubble is the least viewed NBA Finals yeah. ever. But now that it's Nuggets Heat, yeah, no, there, no one's watching this one. Oh yeah, oh this this one's gonna be tough. This one's gonna be rough. It, it's it's gonna be annoying. It's gonna be brutal. It, it's gonna be disgusting. Uh, but for, for like the couple of sickos out there who will be watching, like probably me for probably like, watch me. this be in one game. I'll watch. probably watch like, a game. I actually love, I love the nuggets and the heat, not in the NBA finals, but like, I wish they were both like in the East and matched up in the second round. I, uh, I think it could be a great series, but I, I could phenomenal. And Jamal, oh, hold, hold Murray, Jamal Murray is Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah yeah uh I, I i i think we'll be seeing hemi buckets getting uh getting his first ring yeah no i heat culture versus altitude in denver uh who wins can the heat culture surpass the altitude that's the big question we got to find out that's the question we got the nuggets ever, the, the nuggets have never won a ring right the nuggets have never made an nba finals i thought they made the finals with uh carl malone and Carl Malone was on the Utah Jazz. Oh. Oh my god. 
All right, I'm Utah, an idiot. Utah, Denver, Utah Jazz, though, I mean, mid. Shit, same thing. Utah, Colorado. I'm thinking mountains. The you know the Rockies. No, no, no. Like I'll be honest, I get those mixed up. However, yeah. I did know that Carl uh, Malone and uh, I was thinking purple Doug and Stockton it just, played for the yeah, Utah I, I was no, thinking, I, I knew that. I was thinking purple. I had that one in the chamber. Clearly, clearly, I did not. Clearly, even though I do know that, I I did not have that one in the chamber. <laughs> We're gonna you? act like I do. Okay, I do. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I anyway, just need to assert that for my credibility. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a Nuggets Heat uh, NBA final. Before we get to the depressing part, we talk about. I am the Max everyone. Kellerman of this podcast. Let's quickly review Nuggets Heat. Okay, Jimmy Butler's phenomenal. Jamal Murray's prime MJ. Uh, I'm gonna call this right now. Watch Jamal Murray shoot forty percent from the field and thirty percent from three in the NBA Finals. That's how it goes. He's shooting at an unsustainable finals? rate. Yeah, NBA Finals. Finals Finish. MVP. No, no, Jimmy Butler. Well, I, I, yeah, okay. I just want to, I just want to clarify. Jimmy if the Nuggets Butler, win, though, and I also, oh God, Bam on Jokic is going to be very fun to watch too. Actually, if, not really. Like based, well, based on well, based shit, on what, Jokic can't play defense. Okay, so hold on. Let's let's really let's say this. If if dependent, let's assuming, uh, you know the uh the Nuggets and the the I'm Heat are both the finals in seven. Let's let's say I I agree with that, but. Um, oh, whoa, you don't have to agree. Okay, then I'm changing my answer. I, I'm finishing. I'm, I'm, I, this is a completely different question. Okay, all right. Um, if if the Nuggets are each, right <laughs> each for each team that wins, who do you think would get Finals MVP? Finals MVP for the Heat, Finals MVP for the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. Not. I just feel not like Jamal Murray. I feel like though, based on the way Jamal Murray has been playing throughout the finals, I think he does have unsustainable. It is unsustainable, but let's just say he does play that way in the finals. If he does sustain that that kind of play, then he will win the finals. Finals MVP. MVP. Yes, and they will win in like five. I guess we'll find out. Some, this obviously, if he's dropping thirty points Monday, in the but... first half in the NBA Finals, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be over quick. I don't think he's gonna do it though, and that's why I think it's gonna be a really interesting series. Uh, I also think the matchups are very very interesting. Okay, Everett, remind me who is the Heat point guard. Isn't it Vincent? I have no no idea. I think it's Vincent. I, I, think see, it's I, Gabe almost, Vincent. I almost dropped an F word right there, but I didn't. Frick. You know, the time I have no freaking idea. Yeah. But, you know, I, it's, I'm honest, pretty sure I it's Gabe. Either. I'm pretty sure it's Gabe Vincent. I think that's his name is Gabe. Well, Vincent. probably in the death lineup. I'm not sure how much Kyle Lowry plays, but. Anyway, Kyle Lowry. Is Kyle Lowry a shooting guard or is he a small forward? Kyle Lowry? Small yes. forward? Kyle Lowry, small forward. There's no way you just uttered those words out of your mouth. Kyle Lowry. Yes, Kyle Lowry. The Everett. Team, team in positions and size doesn't matter anymore, really, in the NBA. Everett, I think he like might be might be six foot. I think they lie about it. <laughs> Could you imagine Kyle Lowry trying to guard Michael Porter Jr.? It'd be interesting. I, I mean, Austin Reeves is having a tough time. Doing to be it fair, now, that, so enti- that entire that entire team though is extremely undersized. To be fair, sure, but they dogs. But Lowry's not playing small four, dude. Oh that my god! Screws. Oh my god! You just oh, you yeah. just went RoboCop on me. We're having Wi Fi problems. Yeah, you just went RoboCop on me. Yeah, but I mean, they have a max screws. True. True, they do have a max screw. And I screws. guess, you know, I guess, you know, Jimmy plays that position. But anyway, anyway, the whole point that I was trying to make is the matchups. So Michael Porter Jr. on Jimmy, 
or it's going to be Aaron Gordon. Uh, Probably will be Aaron Gordon. Will be Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Everett. Remind me again who plays – oh, Max Drews. Uh, oh, that'll be fun. Uh, Jokic on Bam. Uh, and then we get big, thick booty Kyle Lowry on uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Shout out our boy Ty Ty who went over K- that the other is KCP is KCP starting or he's off the bench. Yeah, KCP starting. KCP up against uh I believe Vincent. it is I think it's Vincent, Gabe Vincent. I'm not sure if he starts, maybe, probably should or Tyler Hero could I think there was discussions. No, no, of him no coming I think back. he's done. No, I think he's done. There was if discussion he does come of him back, coming that'd back, be fun. Though. But I think it's probably best case scenario to not put it stick with just stick broke, with what's working stick with what's okay? working if it's not broken don't fix it so if tyler hero came back i would actually see a a reason to not play him uh however uh yeah it's gonna be some interesting matchups i don't think jamal murray's gonna play like mj anymore uh i can see jimmy butler having one or two 40 pieces and then the rest will drop 15 9 and 6 which is perfect uh and then you know have a couple of bam games have a couple of damn games. I don't know if those exist, down, but I don't know if those exist. No, they, but... Those do exist now. Uh, but yeah, okay, on to the depressing part. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell sucks. D'Angelo Russell sucks. Awful. Okay. When D'Lo's on the court, it I mean, as an Ohio State guy, you know, I want him to be the best. He was drafted by the Lakers, of course. Uh, I want D'Lo to be a phenomenal Laker. It's just he's awful. He's horrible. He's really bad at basketball and yeah, I, in my opinion, the lineup should probably be Schroeder, Reeves, Braun, Rui, and then AD. If, if That should literally be the starting lineup. Like, D'Lo, get out of here. You're done. Uh, and Vanderbilt, we're, we're done here. We're Vanderbilt's done. Ro- put him in the we're rotation. Done. He can do whatever we're with Mobamba. We're done here. Uh, we're done here. Uh, the bench lineup does look awful, though, if you do that. I'm not sure who scores. Well, I, I guess you have to pray D'Lo scores on the bench. But it's Mobamba. Oh, yeah, Mobamba. We, we brought the secret, uh, secret weapon back in. He's coming game. back. Mobamba, he's back. Uh, but yeah. Let me ask you this though. Let, let me let me just. Shame. We we're we're assuming this is assuming the Lakers lose. But let's say somehow, some way, the well, Lakers. No, they're they're done. Everybody. Let's just say this is. Let's play the hypothetical game here. Oh, let's say, God. let's say somehow, some way, the Lakers come back and win the series. Coming then back LeBron's from the greatest episode. basketball player of all time. That was going to be my MJ. question. Passes MJ. If LeBron uh, comes back from a and deficit, the, there, he will be the greatest there's player. There's no, there's literally zero percent chance that the Lakers, if they somehow come back 3-0, lose the NBA Finals. Not possible. So we're gonna assume they win the NBA Finals as well. Yeah, then uh, LeBron's the go. Greatest ever. Uh, Settles sorry, it. MJ, move over. Uh, you're a degenerate gambler. Uh, <laughs> all, all your records don't matter. So yeah. No, move over, MJ. LeBron's a goat in that case, Everett. Yes. Uh, however, we're down 3-0. Series is over. I think we win tonight, though. Uh, well, you guys will know by the it's, time this is out. I think it's just tonight. a moral a moral victory. Yeah, a moral victory. Uh, moral yeah. victory. Go 4-1 out, you know, at least get one dub. Uh, I, I just – nothing is more painful than watching KCP, like, rain threes in the third quarter in game three, like <laughs> – like that that third quarter was really our chance to make a difference there, and then KCP was just like, nah, nah. I'm turning the fact the clock that the Lakers monitor KCP, we're making it rain, baby, making it rain. The Too fact the fact that, that the Lakers. Lakers came back from major deficits in every game and were close to being able to take game, a lead and well, hold game, it. Game game two was just game game two was bad. 
Game it was bad, was but really they bad. they did LeBron come back. Duncan. They did come they back leading. for. Yeah, they did come back from losing to take the lead, and they just choked it away. The, yeah, the Lakers, that, that the Lakers, the Lakers have been behind by a lot, of, like by I don't by a lot of points in every game, and they've managed to make comebacks in every game to make it close, and they just choke it away in the last five to eight minutes of the game. Oh yeah, when it comes down to the stretch, they don't have any. I mean, LeBron will just pull it from three, uh, and it's a shame that like he can't really finish uh, for like the last five days i don't really know what happened and obviously he's gonna miss his free throws so he just shoots threes and misses them now uh i like feel like LeBron... okay when lebron made his last three people were literally cheering for him like he was a make-a-wish child well, yeah because okay? he went like so he went he's, he's like four for 25 it's like this is lebron fucking james okay it's been 10 minutes uh I, I, we don't I, need to treat him like he's we don't need to treat him like he's a, a five-year-old like running onto the, to the field for like a halftime like little like shot okay this is pathetic it's a i i also like the, the lebron missing that that perfectly set up dunk for him encapsulates the entire series for me uh kind of in a way it's just like uh yeah i mean not not a not a great look from him uh Really missed that blown layup in game three. Game three was bad too. That game should have won. Whatever. Every game was Whatever. bad. Bad, <laughs> bad times. Uh, Celtics also uh, l- looking horrendous. Uh, Everett. Uh, so some interesting developments. Uh, we we might have uh, by. I think I think we might have found Jalen Brown's burner account. Ever. Yeah. I think we might have found yes. it. Uh, sent. Uh, well, Andrew Lezus made this popular, but from Celtics fan. Well, the at is Celtics fan one eight six two one. The username is CelticsFan123. Uh, these are the two tweets from that account. Uh, first one, man, like like minutes or hours after the game yeah. uh, last night, by the way. Man, the Celtics need to trade Jalen Brown, man. He's so disrespected by the fans and the organization. True. He doesn't want to be in Boston. Also true. Trade him to his hometown Atlanta ASAP. Yikes. He deserves to be a top dog. Trey Young? No, what? Whatever. Portland could work too. Now that one. Dame time. Now that Dame one. Time. Though, Dame time and Jalen Brown. Dame time. That one I'm way more interested in. I'm. I. Uh, I would like to see Dame the actually tweet, get though, some support. Uh, City of Boston doesn't deserve a player like JB Man SMH. So yeah, no, that's him. Yeah, also, that's let's him. stipulate that's that team that 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 account has like five followers, four followers, four followers following seven accounts. Yeah, that thing was just made. Oh yeah, freshly made, or or he has like forty burner accounts ready to go, just like oh, you need to have more than tweet. one, just just so you can like support your other burner accounts, and then on top of no, that, yeah, people, Jalen Brown's got people call are Kevin Durant when got, people are like calling the, up, got to go to the main source himself to find. And then out when how people really are like calling out, calling out one burner account, you got to be like, nah, that's not mine. Like I got, I got this one. This and like, then this you one. also have to have a burner account that like shits on you in a way, so, so that like, way you like throw them off the trace. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You can't you can't leave a perfect paper trail. You know you can't you can't leave. No, you gotta you gotta kind of muddy the waters a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You gotta hide those hide those tracks. But anyway, uh, NBA playoffs. How uh, Adam Silver? You know we we're talking about that that Disney deal going. He was literally talking and standing next to Bob Iger during. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, they're probably just working on a nice seamless transition when he takes over. But uh, let's just say. NBA not the greatest product right now for the NBA Finals with the Heat and Celtics. Uh, Scott Foster, you had one job. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch. Like, Nuggets can win their first. 
or, or I just said Heat Celtics, but Nuggets can win their first, or Heat can. I don't know. Is this four? Is this the fourth ring? For, for fourth the... ring in the two thousands, at least I can guess that. But yeah, yeah uh, it, it'll be it'll it'll be a nice little run for him. Spolstra already going to be a Hall of Fame coach, but he's the best coach right now. And he can even further continue that, you know. Maybe I I also in four years from Weminyama, uh, Weminyama puts on some pounds, but we'll see. We'll wait for that to happen. Uh, I I also just want to say, like, let me see how long it took for Tim Duncan to win his first ring. Then then we'll see. But go on. I think it was like three or four years. Go on. I'm looking up. Go on. I, I think when you look between the two the two stadiums too, between the Heat and between um. The Nuggets, the Heat have an immensely bigger home home court advantage than the Nuggets do. By a the crowd, dude. By a crowd standpoint. Yeah, but the elevation just matters so much more. And I also feel like Denver fans might show up. It's gonna be their first finals ever. Who knows? I, I don't think that's gonna be that crazy. That. Well, I, I'm sure that they'll show up, but I, I think mean, the altitude. It's, gotta, it's the acting like you've been there before. The yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Tim Duncan won a ring in year two. So high expectations oh. for Weminyama. All right, Popovich, let's bring it on. Got to look up David Robinson real quick. But yeah, uh, I'm going to give that advantage to the Nuggets. Uh, and also the first games in that series are going to be played in Denver. So I, I also, game one, Denver. Game two, we're going we're gonna to see. If, if the Heat win game one, they win the series. Game one is a must-win game for Denver. Okay. Yeah. It is a I, must win game for Denver. It's crazy to say, but if the Heat take game one, oh, series done. Also, just the fact that I, I don't know how accurate this is anymore, but the fact that the Heat are uh have a 71.4% win percentage when trailing by 10 or more points in a game this season. Like that's, uh, I'm that's not absurd. sure exactly how we pull that number, but yeah, I've heard uh, it's that. from it's from ESPN. It's, crazy. it's from ESPN. Yeah, uh, also from ESPN, though, everybody, I'll take this with a grain of salt. Before the Heat-Celtics series began, they said the Celtics had a 99% chance to win the series. Yeah, I did see that. So, um, Yeah, but this is actually, like, mathematically certified, so I trust that kind of math. Maybe. Um, but the other thing that I just want to, like, state, though, like, if both, if both teams, especially being the – or series, especially – the teams being the Lakers and the Celtics get swept, bring out the bo- the brooms and lose the series. Oh, four. That might be the biggest, just shittiest way to end off the playoffs, the general playoffs with just two just sweeps. Yeah. 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 It, it, it'd be a bad, bad way to go out, but it's probably going to happen. Actually, no, it, no. Lakers are winning tonight. Not like shows. Uh, one, one last thing that we had was, um, Mello is officially retiring. I feel like I think that he he just oh, yeah. said, uh, just just said fuck it. I'm not fucking with the the Portugal Basketball Association well, anymore. I, I, I had an opinion on this ever. This is crazy to me. Okay, so for the next generation of just like young just sports fans, okay, when you say Mello, they're gonna think of Lamelo Ball, not Carmelo Anthony, oh, which is crazy to me. That's. You did you know? I think I told you this before, but like little kids now, instead of doing this for phone for the phone motion to go like this, like dude, what the fuck? The the fuck is this? What the fuck is this thing? So that's how you know that we're not Gen Z. You know that's how you know we didn't make that cutoff. 
That's the, that is the cutoff, okay? When yeah. I ask you who is Melo, if you say LaMelo Ball, you're Gen Z. If you say Carmelo Anthony, you're an honorary member of the Black Eyed Black Eyed Peas. We've been over like, this so many different times. This, okay? this, if, if, like, I just have this to add the, Black Eyed this Peas. is calling somebody. Oh, we might, we might need to. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to think? You're like covering your ear doing this. Like, what the fuck is this supposed? You're holding up if the number anything, four. It would be this. Which yeah, looks it should be weird. But you should have. This some still type looks of claw. weird. This, this still looks weird. weird. This also looks. This weird, makes but... sense though. Like this is you. This has been the the universal. It's just been universal for like hey, new 40 generation years, of people, fifty man. years. New generation of people, but okay. My my kids are learning it this way. I swear to God, if I see them doing well, this, we'll, oh, we'll see, we'll see. Oh, uh, they're learning it this way. But Everett, I got a couple of MLB stuff. If you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Dodger pitching problems, Everett. Julio is on the IL. Uh, we saw the last, probably the last Dustin May start of this season. And, Gavin and, Stone is about and David to pitch Coley, by the way. in about 30 minutes. Coley, uh, Bobby Coley. Miller is going to make his MLB debut today, technically. Uh, and right now, the Dodger rotation, Everett, is Clayton Kershaw, Tony Gonsolin, Noah Syndergaard, Gavin Stone, and Bobby Miller for the time being. We are waiting for Julio to come back. Dustin May, we will so this is this is 2025. And yeah. This is this is the thing. One, uh Grant and I I have never lost when I've been at Lake uh, at, at Dodger Stadium. Dodgers are have been undefeated while Lakers I'm in Stadium. They have lost. <laughs> Lakers, the Lakers have lost while I've been in Lakers Stadium. Let me assert that one. But um, Lakers Stadium. I'm not calling the crypt staple center. Um, we were just talking about basketball, but uh, the Dodgers Just have never to it as the house that Kobe built. Yeah, that, I mean that is the best way to put it. Um, that's what it should just be officially called. The Dodgers have never lost while well, I and Grant have been present at the same time. Never lost while well, I've just been present in general. However, almost every time Grant and I go to a Dodgers game together, our starting pitcher pitches their last career pitch for the Dodgers. Uh, it has not been a great track record. Um, so. Hopefully, does go make down those back. names for us. You just gonna leave them in the dry, Everett. <sighs> Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. That's that's just Trevor Bauer. Trevor Justin Bauer. May. Uh, uh, David Colby. David Colby. And uh, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, we'll we haven't guys. been. We'll see you guys again. We'll see you guys. We again. haven't. We haven't been to that many late. Uh, Lakers. Jesus Christ. I'll uh, see <laughs> you guys in my MLB the show save. Yeah, uh, we we haven't been to that many Dodgers games together, but. We have like a ninety percent, I guess, sec- success failure rate of of our pitchers getting injured. Um, hopefully, would, we'll see. Well, I'd say it's been like three or four times, so like 75. 75. Yeah. Hopefully, Dustin May comes back. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see Bobby Miller pitch. Uh, the issue is playing against Atlanta in your Spencer first start. Strider. Yeah, playing against Atlanta in your first start is um definitely not tough task right now atlanta's also slugging right now uh cunha is yeah. gonna be a tough out sean murphy is also surprisingly a tough out uh a lot of question marks um not a lot of answers though effort not gonna lie but yeah dodger dodger pitching rotation problems uh yeah another thing i wanted to say Everett, we, we show up we go to games we get a win and then immediately after uh the boys then go on a nice little little bit of a slump, losing the series to Atlanta. So uh, we won, but at what cost? <sighs> or not not to Atlanta, but to St. Louis. Yeah, uh, I'm going to blame the, the umpires in, in those games. Um, you could blame the umpire for game two in St. Louis. Yeah, 
I mean, Max Muncy got ejected in game three from the same umpire that was making some pretty no, ass that, calls. That, 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 that one's a little different, though. Game three, I mean, game, game was done. <laughs> We didn't Maybe. show up for games. Um, but the, the overwhelming issue for the Dodgers this season has been the bullpen. Um, we will see, obviously, when Julio comes off of injury, how he's doing. Um, Dustin May, hopefully he'll come back. It might not be for a while, though. Hopefully Bobby and Gavin show up. But Noah Syndergaard, I just... I can't see this team going deep in the playoffs with him being in that starting rotation well, in the he's playoffs. He's not going to be in the rotation in the playoffs. If Julio doesn't come back though, and Dust May doesn't no, come he, back, he Julio will be. Is, but um, it's not going to be Noah Syndergaard. I, <laughs> I'm just expecting though, with the trade deadline approaching, um, not fast, but it's approaching. The Dodgers are going to do something significant to the bullpen um, at the trade deadline. My assumption and my hope is that it will be Shohei Otani. Uh, I do not know how likely that is. The bullpen? What? We're I bringing mean, Shohei a, out in the seventh? Sh- <laughs> well, no, I didn't say <laughs> to the bullpen. He's the starting rotation. <laughs> the overall bullpen. Let's let's clarify that. In the rotation. In the rotation. Yeah. Shohei is our new closer, baby. Let's go. I mean, Hold shit. Him in the dude. eighth, he's got to warm up. Evan, 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 Phil, Evan Phillips has been doing a, a, a pretty decent job recently, but shit, if Shohei becomes the, the closer, fuck it. Bring it on. Let's do well, it. Well, I don't think we're going to trade for him, uh, even though it's probably in the Angels' best interest to do that, but they're just hoping to sign well, him. Well, it's don't want to let him go. The the Dodgers they're, are I mean, I, I, I mean, I would say, actually, the Angels probably have the best chance to re- re-sign Who? Shohei right now. He already said that he doesn't want to be there if they're not contending. I, I think I th- I think they still, I think they can offer the most money and they'll keep. Who it. who who do you think the Dodgers will target at the trade deadline? Uh, looking at Corbin Burns, really still on the Corbin, Corbin Bur- Burns. Burns, still on the Cor- Corbin Burns or track. He's available. Uh, I'm really liking Burns a lot. Uh, Another guy I want I want to look at. I'm not sure if he will be uh, available, but it is the Pirates, David Bednar. I want to see if maybe they will let us take him. He is a nice little righty pitcher. Uh, no, that's not you know exactly what what we might want, but he's a lights out righty pitcher. Uh, let let me let me peep his contract time real quick. Let me see if he's up kind of soon. Uh, give me one second, Evie. Give me one second. I uh, yeah uh, I. Yeah, okay. Contracts, okay. Might be a little tougher getting David. Might be a little tougher getting him. Uh, But Corbin Burns is a big-name pitcher that I want to go after. We might need to give up a nice little bit, but uh, Michael Bush, you're never going to play for us anyway. We'll let him go. Cartaya? Uh, no. Uh, We'll let Michael Bush go. I will probably have to give up a pitcher, too. So... Uh, Gavin Stone, see ya. And after that, we're probably going to give up one more guy, but he's probably a guy that I've never even heard of. But I, I, I also, we can, get, we can get, doubt we can get Corbin for two players. The way, the way that I'm looking at this entire bullpen, the, the starting rotation, the relievers, the closers, whatever you want to call them. Um, I just think that it doesn't. They they need they need help all up and down that. But Dustin I, May I being think, out, I, like, well, this is the thing. 
insane. You know, we complain about the bullpen. We still, right now, Everett, believe it or not, probably have a top five bullpen in the MLB. Believe it or not. I know it's crazy to think. It's the Dodgers standards, you know, though. Uh, you know, Yeah, I, I'd like to get another big name. I'm not sure who's going to be available right now. Like, to this day, I don't know how the hell the Padres got Josh Hader. That was witchcraft. That was wizardry. Uh, yeah, no, literally straight out of Hogwarts. I don't know how the hell they pulled that one off. Uh, I'm, I, I, let me, let me, I'll come back to you. Okay. For the Thursday episode, okay. I'm going to do the trade deadline preview. Okay. okay. I'm going to write that down now. I, I'm going to look into our list. Look, okay. We'll go over some position groups that were like four pitchers. I think we need to get the starters down because I mean, goddamn, Everett, you were right. If Noah Syndergaard, God forbid, I don't want to think about it. But if he rolls out there in game four, Everett, we'll chalk the series up. So, yeah, it's over. But it's over. Forget, even, forget even the second series. Let's worry about the first series first, okay? Let's worry about the five-game series first, that three-man rotation. Right now, it's looking like it's going to be Julio, Kershaw, Kershaw, Julio, whatever you want, and then Gonzo in the three. If May was there, then goddamn, I love it. Like if May wasn't hurt, I you think I can Walker's see coming a path back? Where we no, like they're saying he might come back in September, which could be the answer to all our problems. We'll see. The trade deadline will tell us how healthy Walker is. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. The trade deadline will tell us how healthy Walker is. If we go after Corbin Burns, Walker's not coming back, and if he does come back, he's not a hundred percent. But if we don't go after Burns and we go splash after relievers and shit. Maybe we go say screw it and we go pull off Tim Anderson and Luis Robert. Okay. We're not taking just Timmy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. If we do that, which I, 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 I'm leaving that I'm leaving on the table. I do. We're going to have to give up a hefty load for that, but the key is keep Luis Robert. Okay. Tim Anderson, we can let you walk in a year or two, but Luis Robert, keep him. But I want them both. And I'd be willing to give up. I'd be willing let me go off i'll give up i'll give up five for them i would give up bobby miller michael bush jorbit i would give up i would give them bobby miller keep gavin stone because bobby miller is the better asset give up him and i would probably also give up We probably have some some shortstop prospect in there. Uh, I don't think we have any shortstop no, prospects unless they're low do. in double A. We do, we do. Uh, I I would give up four for that, and I think the White Sox can't refuse that offer because of the top side of Michael Bush and Bobby Miller. Yeah, I think you might be able to get it with Gavin Stone instead of Bobby Miller, but they're probably going to press. Well, I could also see a route where the near-term future is kind of what I'm more looking at. Just like I'm not sure how many more years of greatness we're going to get left of Freddie. Right now, he's phenomenal. Like this year is not a problem. Next year, I think he's still going to be amazing. Like Goldschmidt's still doing phenomenal. He's 35. I hope Freddie can go another three years of being a top 10 hitter in baseball in terms of like how scared are you at the plate of him? Yeah. That's what I, what it's like, not stats wise, but when it's the playoffs and you have a guy up, Freddie Freeman's a top 10 hitter right now. And I think he will be for the next two seasons after this. I, I'm not sure how much longer it'll go after that. Mookie right now, 
we're, we're getting another four or five seasons out of him being scary at the plate. Will Smith yeah. is scary. Max is very scary in the playoffs. I actually, in terms of the lineup, I obviously want to improve shortstop. Don't get me wrong, Everett. But this for is the what season, let's clarify though. We prove it for the season. Gavin Fox is coming back. No, no, no. Long term. That's why I'm saying if we go get Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, I'm fine if Anderson's here for a year. Yeah. So that like that's what I'm saying. But His contract is up next negotiation- season, right? His contract is up I next think, season. But I'm not entirely sure. I, I could look it up. But even in the negotiations, Andrew Freeman is telling them that, like, we know he's not re-signing and we're not going to give you that much. We're taking him for two months. Like, we're not giving you that much. And that goes in the negotiations too. And I feel like Freeman kind of knows way around that by now. Uh I mean, like, I, I do think. Either Stone or Bobby Miller is going to be gone by July. One of them is going to. Be I, gone. I think the the most likely candidate is and going to Michael be Gavin Bush Stone. is gone. And Bush I think is gone. the most likely candidate is going to be Gavin Gavin Stone. If we don't trade Michael Bush now, I just don't uh, like. He's not going to play for us. <laughs> like Vargas is the second baseman. Lux is going to take over at short. Muncy's at third right now, but I mean the rumors are right now that we're going all in on Matt Chapman as well who's currently with the Blue Jays uh, head yeah. at third yeah. baseman. Those are the rumors going around. So the infield's kind of filled out. Michael Bush, I guess he could play corner. I mean, he could play left field, I guess. I think that's in his bag. I think he's got that in his bag, Everett. I think he does. I think it's possible. So it's he possible. could take over and left. I mean, shit, I'd love that. Like, that'd be great. But why is he not playing right now then? That's my question. Like, if we're not going to utilize him right now, when he's Trace definitely better Thompson than Trace. Trace is, is over the eight in his last 38. What is it ever? He's like one. He's like four for 39. I think it's 0 for 38. He, no, no, he no, was, he's on a hit list streak. I just he don't had, know. He was, he was, I haven't, I didn't get to watch the last. He had like, a game winning walk last week, but it was a oh, walk. Okay. Um, He was like one for 25 before, like his last hit was April 12th. I mean, Everett, it's May 22nd. It's May 22nd. <laughs> Keep in mind, we watched him play, too. No, yeah, he was playing in right, and I was shocked how nice the nice the people around us were because I was getting ready to chirp his ass. But, like, we, I guess we were around some younger kids, so I guess we could Oh, well, he was getting chirped to throw people balls. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, bad things going on. But, okay, Gavin Stone's about to get up here in a little bit. Hopefully he gets shit done. But, okay, I think that's enough on the MLB. I think that's enough. Um, Okay, let's get to let's get to the. Do you have anything on college football? I don't. Uh, really I got have one quick football. little thing. Okay. Uh, so quick little thing. Uh, we're about to about to hit a little bit of wave of recruits coming up here. Uh, yeah. pretty soon some commitments coming up here pretty soon. So I said this a couple months ago, but uh, a five star and a four star cornerback, both from Ohio, Aaron Scott and Bryce West. They've both been recently crystal balled even more to Ohio State. So those are going to roll in pretty soon here. And uh, right now, Ohio State's third in recruiting rankings. Michigan's first, Georgia's second. When you look at the average player ratings, though, it goes Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. After Ohio State gets these two kids, Aaron Scott and Bryce West, I'm not sure if they'll move past Michigan. But the average recruit rank is going to move up. And... Let's just say this. Uh, Michigan, I think, is got 245 on their recruiting ranking. I think Ohio State's around 234. 
So 11 point difference. Michigan has four more recruits than Ohio state, all three stars. There's a cap on the amount of recruits you can get, right? 25. Okay. So are they at cap right Michigan now? Michigan has eight more spots. Ohio okay. state has 12 more spots. Okay. So this is, but this is like that last window that you have until um, camp starts. Well, this is for the not, following year. Not right now. Oh, Next. I thought you can still get recruits right now for no, 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 this you upcoming can. Most season. Most of them though. have all signed, though. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about then you're lower. You're just you're filling up some of the last couple spots. Well, well, that last year's that last year's done. But like for 2024, right now it is. It's about to heat up. Oh, I see it's about to pick up. Keep, keep in mind, now. though, all these are verbal commitments. Uh, they're they're pretty much all coming. Uh, but I Elon mean, yeah. didn't come. Yeah, but I mean that one was always iffy from the get go. The only one I'm kind of worried about, kind of, nah, eh, nah, not even worried about Jeremiah Smith. Obviously, it's all verbal though. You are correct about that. Yeah. Effort. Uh, got you know, one today. I got one today, guys. Only chance they flip though is if they go to Alabama. You know, especially one of those running backs. You know, they they might get six five star running backs next year, even though there aren't six five star. Well, backs they'll probably some one one or two of them. Will That's transfer. still hilarious though. We're we're gonna be looking close to that where those guys transfer because one of them's gone. Somebody somebody kept in mind. Like I saw I saw a tweet about this the other day. Just one of them the might George- be the next Camaro. The Georgia running back room where it had Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. Obviously, I mean Sony Michelle ass, but obviously Todd Gurley and Nick Chubb both were Todd Gurley was phenomenal until he got arthritis. It's so sad that Todd Gurley's gonna be a trivia question. No, that's, literally. That's what he's gonna be. That's how we're gonna remember him. So sad. So is Le'Veon Bell, by the way. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell, who who looked David like Johnson. They're all gonna be trivia. David questions. Johnson only ever had one good year, though. Like Le'Veon, True, but it was a phenomenal Le'Veon, year. I mean, yeah, Le'Veon <laughs> and, and Todd Gurley both were like. If you on had pace David Johnson that year, I think it was twenty fourteen or fifteen. If you had him in fantasy, you won your fourteen. Week. Also, I like, believe it was week sixteen when he dropped like forty five points. You won your fantasy championship if you had him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Think I think uh I I think uh was what what's what's the name Rodrigo Roberto Rodrigo Blankenship from Georgia no no no, no, no. our our uh, our friend's name uh who is in our league with us I, I don't know don't remember his don't don't remember his name I'm not but sure he was uh. Anyway, though, uh, it was he he had he had he had David Johnson. He still lost that year. Uh, uh but what what I what, what I was saying what I was gonna say is. Uh, having having that rotation, anyway. you're talking about David John trivia questions. Oh, oh, oh. Um, looking at that rotation, like having a good trio of running backs can show how great. Uh, Wait, I, Everett, I have a perfect idea. Okay, uh, this is this is a quick little message to the Waterboy faithful. I know there's not going to be many of you guys out there listening at this exact moment, but for the people out there listening, we, me, Everett, and I were setting up the inaugural. Waterboy Dynasty Fantasy Football League. Okay. We've never played Dynasty Fantasy Football before. So if if you are out there and you have played Dynasty Fantasy Football before and you want to kind of abuse and and beat up on a bunch of uh noobs, for lack of a better term, who've never played Dynasty before, we are offering the last spot in our league, 12-man dynasty league. We have an eleven, we have eleven slots filled right now, Everett. Okay. Uh 
Uh, pretty sure I got that correct. Yep. We have 11 yes, slots we have 11, filled. We have, 11 we have filled. one slot remaining. For if the lucky, Waterboy faithful, lucky member. If you're a Waterboy faithful and you're listening right now and you want to join our Dynasty Fantasy Football League, DM us on Twitter. DM us on Twitter. DM us on anything, okay? If, literally find any way to contact us. We'll, you have we'll, our email and okay. YouTube. If DM you want to join, TikTok, DM then us on Twitter. call us up, let us know, and we will ask and see if you're interested in joining the league. Well, uh, no, you have to be interested in order to DM us. Let's clarify that. You will be joining. If you DM us, and you're the first to, well, to DM ever, us. There's an, ex, there's an extensive interview process after they DM us. So. You will have an exclusive um, interview we, with You'll have the excuse. We shouldn't have even told them yeah. about the interview. You, okay. you will have you will have an exclusive interview with the unnamed intern. Uh, up for not debate. reveal his identity. Not have it. His Stop voice. He will be. Fucking more fucking process, Everett. Okay. All right. Fantasy football on the table. Dynasty league. 12, 12 man team auction draft. Okay. Uh, auction draft another thing i've never done it before but i want to change my normal fantasy football leagues to be like it because it seems so much it more seems fun. sick uh but it's awesome but anyway the last thing that i was saying was uh running back trio, last thing I about think, fantasy football <laughs> i think that the future like the way that the running back rooms in college football work best is when you have a good trio or a good duo of running backs um I think that Alabama getting all these recruits, yeah, I mean, Thunder they use them right. USC if they use them right, they, if they use them right, they will all be able to succeed, including at the NFL level. Yeah. So I would say uh, if I look at some interesting running back rooms through this upcoming year, actually, I'm a little bit biased here, but Ohio State and Michigan, obviously very, both great. going to be very interesting running back rooms. Right now, Ohio State's running back room, although they might not have the star power that Michigan has, in terms of depthness right now, Everett, I would actually say Ohio State has five running backs right now that could start in Power 5 D1 really? programs. Trevion five. Henderson, Mayan Williams, uh, Dallin Hayden, Chip Trainum, and shit, there's one more. God damn it. Nope, that's it. There's just four. I there's just four? Fifth. Uh, no, there's definitely five, but there's just four. For the sake of this, there's just four. Uh, all four of them could be studs, could be disgusting uh, at the Power 5 level. But the thing, though, is Michigan, they have the top-end talent. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of people you, actually Hold on. Rank... You said Evan. Did you say Evan Pryor? I did not say Evan Pryor. There God go. damn, there he is, Evan Pryor. Oh, Dallin Adam Pryor tore his ACL before the season last you have, year. You currently have – these are all the running backs on Ohio State's roster. Chase Brecht, T.C. Caffey, Dallin Hayden, Travion Henderson, Evan Pryor, Caden Saunders, Chip Trainum. Chip Trainum. Trainum, Mayan Williams. That's it. Yeah, okay. Those are balls right there. So there is five. I forgot. It's a little bit more than five, but yeah. No, no, no. Five of them that could play in D1. But yes. I forgot about Evan Pryor. He tore his ACL last year. Uh, summer ball. Was, I mean, it was supposed to be a three, supposed to be a three running back attack last year. Everett, I really, never got to see Evan Pryor. He he was designated. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Based on last season, I still don't know how I feel about Travion Henderson. Uh, had a bad last year. Horrible vision. His problem is just he he takes the wrong takes the wrong running lanes. That that that's his problem right now. 
Uh, you know, Maryland, 11 carries, 19 yards. Iowa, 11 carries. Everett, I mean, Everett, Iowa's Everett, good. Everett, Everett. Stop, stop, stop looking at stats. Go to his freshman year. Go to his freshman year. You'll laugh. Uh, but Trevion is- Henderson, it's it's a quick little vision check that we need to fix up. We need to fix up. Yeah, fix get him, get him out to that Jameis this, eye doctor. This upcoming year, I'm really, really excited for Mayan. I really hope he stays healthy, okay? God damn it, Mayan was not healthy all year last year. I really want to see Trevion as well too. Do you foresee Trevion being the true number one back, even if it's a even if it's a committee, or do you think well, somebody this else? This is a big over? debate going around the Ohio State community right now. In my opinion, Mayan Williams should be that number one back. For a lot of people, it's Trevion. For other people, it's uh, Down Hayden or Evan Pryor. Like it literally goes around. Like everyone has their different opinions. It's primarily Trevion is what most people are saying. It, if Trevion can get his shit fixed, God damn it, then yes, obviously I want him to be the star. Early on, though, I'm not. We'll see how it goes, but I I think the safest bet is Mayan. I love Mayan Williams. I love the way he runs. Every time he runs the ball, it literally seems like like he actually wants to run over and plow over everybody who's trying to tackle him. It's, it's like a vicious style of, I I can, I haven't seen since literally like seek. I can see though, by the way, like with, with Kyle McCord making his first start ever starting for the first time ever for his first season. Um, I could see Ohio State leaning a lot more on the running game this year, so we will find out really quick. Well, if ever, they have like two of the best three wide receivers in college football. Well, so I'm not, I, yeah, obviously I know that, but compares comparingly to last season, like at least at the start of the season, I could see them utilizing the run game a little bit more to take that pressure off. Kyle I'm McCord. not sure how much you've seen Ryan Day. We have some different differences in terms of watching. I mean, Ohio you're football. you're, nah, you're the, we airing you're the, that Ohio bitch State. out. Nah, we airing that out, Everett. Okay. That's where I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna step in. But uh yeah, hopefully we want to get the run game going. You know, it, Ryan Day, he doesn't really like running the ball. That's not his favorite thing. If I could take you back to the 2021 Big Ten championship game against uh Northwestern or 2020 Big Ten Championship game against Northwestern, Trey Sermon was absolutely dominant. Uh Ryan Day did not say, okay, Trey, you can have the ball until the second half. Trey Sermon finished that game, broken Ohio State record for most rushing yards in a single game ever. Uh, I don't think I need to remind you of the Ohio State running backs Hold that on. we've had. But I'm just yeah. going to completely interject here with a new thing. Okay. Sorry. This is just this is just important. I think this is hilarious. I don't know if you've this taken a look It's about to be at... about baseball, isn't it? <laughs> College softball. Um, I don't know if you've taken look at the georgia's schedule for this next season but it's absurd how almost easy this is well, obviously we know georgia's the best team in the country off of last year uh i'm just gonna go in weeks one to whatever i'm not gonna say home or away just to make it simple ut martin just say balls if it's away okay ut martin ball state south carolina uab <laughs> at auburn can kentucky at Vanderbilt, at Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, and finishes at Georgia Tech. Like at Tennessee, second that to might... last week's gonna be fire. Not gonna lie, but every I mean, other I love, the, I love that. Wait, wait, tell me the exact date of Georgia at Tennessee. I don't have the exact date. 
I have to look that up. Oh, was it not listed there? No, it was just literally just listed the um. Well, that's gonna be fire. If that's actually happening in late November, then shout out the SEC. I I just like that. just the fact that you win. They won the 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 Natty last year, right? But I feel like they should have a little bit more of a heart, like a tougher schedule than that. At Tennessee is uh, Saturday, November eighteenth. Everett, I, I well, this is this is why I gotta update you on Everett. I, like I know, I know you're not that tapped into like Power Five college football, like the SEC Big Ten drama and shit. I'll give you a quick, quick little update. So around 2014 or so, that first ever college football playoff, Ohio State almost didn't get in because their lack of out of conference games, their out of conference yeah. points. That was the debate at the time. Okay, so. Ohio State responded by scheduling a bunch of really tough out-of-conference opponents afterwards. They played Oklahoma 2016 and 2017. Uh, just started like the Notre Dame series and shit. We're playing Notre Dame next year again. So Ohio State started picking up their out-of-conference scheduling. At the same time, although Ohio State would get docked for that, the SEC did not get docked for it ever. So no, yeah, it's SEC, SEC bias. You get a buy. You get a buy for getting through the rough top. SEC that's schedule. that's why I think that this Get schedule is hilarious, though, is the fact that you are the returning champions that won the Natty last year, and but you are starting like shit. Like, but that's that's why it, it, all of college football is just bullshit. Because, well, in a way, I can understand if well these game the out of conference games are scheduled literally like decades in advance. No, but like, I mean, let's say they were scheduled a year in advance. If I was Georgia right now, I literally would have scheduled the Citadel three times. I just, no I just, risk. I just, it's just funny to me the fact that they're playing UT Martin, Ball State, uh, Vanderbilt, Missouri, like programs that have not been good recently or true, true. at all yeah, ever. No, it's, it, it is, it is an interesting thing to go over, but and you'll yeah. go and look at, you'll go and look at another team schedule, like a Big Ten team, and they'll be playing five times the difficulty. Or you know, go go to the ACC. Still, same thing. Um. Anyways, if that's if that's what we got for uh for college football, I've got I've got a uh, a section on the NFL. All right. Uh, one little quick thing I had Thursday night football flexing is here. Roger Goodell does not care about player health. Britt, your take on that? Um, you know I. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't care about it. I, obviously, it was demonstrated in our Madden League. I think it was the precursor uh, to all this. The NFL was sending us a notice to actually get on top of this first. Uh, we just yeah, were too yeah. dumb to realize. Yeah, we got a letter. Um, we got a memo. Yeah, Roger Goodell scheduled Grant for six consecutive Thursday night football games um, in Madden. Um, well, it wasn't consecutive. If it was consecutive in a way, it actually would have been fine. But because they weren't consecutive, it was a it big. It was music. worse. Like I honestly, we had like, extended rest, which I guess was kind of nice. But then we just quick turnaround. It was, Thursday it Thursday night flex is just so dumb on a on a as a as a uh, not a franchise, but as a company. Like I understand you're making money by flexing whatever schedule to to the advanced time, but you're completely ruining a team's ability to prepare for a game or 
uh, to well, I, like the well, the thing is, recover. the flexes will happen. Uh, I know in advance, right? But, uh, but if you're building, least, it, uh, well, it'd be really funny if they let him know like that week. Sunday you are now like playing on Thursday. Thursday, it's oh man, could you imagine telling that to like? But also, Aaron just Rogers? as a general note, though, obviously they're doing this to try and get more media money. But if you're a fan, right? Let's say you planned your whole trip. You're you're gonna be in town. Like let's say for me, let's say let's say I'm gonna well, that ever, but ever we gotta take it one step deeper. Think about the local bars and restaurants who were setting no, up yeah. for Thursday night football. No, I'm kidding. That's what my sports business but, professor told me. Fuck that guy. Anyway, go on. Not actually, but um, <laughs> but I'm let's kidding. say like for me, let's say for me, like I don't live in Minnesota for most of the time. Minnesota Vikings are obviously my team. Let's say I'm planning on coming up during our bye week in uh for college football our bye week for Tulane. I'm coming up and planning to go see that game on, on Sunday night. And let's say Roger Goodell decides to flex that game to Thursday. Well, I yeah, have now, I have now bought a ticket and a plane ticket to go to that game and fly in here, which is let's oh, say yeah. it's no, $700. You're going to need to be able to, uh, you're going to need to be able to refund the game ticket and travel expenses for, for people who have bought tickets that can't get refunds for them, which is a whole issue because Obviously, there's people making jokes and stuff about uh, da- what, what was it? Uh, Morgan Wallen is like, you have to, you owe us ten grand for for driving to spending money on gas to get here, the ticket and food and all this stuff, and then you canceled. While that's funny a joke to make for Morgan Wallen, like that's a legitimate issue that you're gonna have for 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 people who are traveling to these away games who buy these things in advance because they're not gonna be able to know whether or not you're gonna be able to afford that or if you can get money back for that or, or all these things so these are issues that the nfl is going to have to address before any switches really are going to be able to be made yeah thank you that's hr everett on the call thursday yeah. flexing is here everybody okay everett let's get on um okay so i have two things for the nfl and that's it i don't know if you have anything anything else um, no, I, I mean i gotta use the bathroom really badly so granny's take a pp break lists. Uh, okay. So first things first, before I get into a, to, to a list, Tom Brady is now officially a minority owner in the Las Vegas Raiders. He once again is on top of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I don't really know how much else there is to say there. I don't know if you have any comments to make, but I just, Brady owns Jimmy G Everett. Let's start the list. Okay. Uh, most loyal fan bases in the NFL. Uh, we're going to go 10 to one. Grant's really struggling over here. Um, gonna go ten to one. Here we go. Vikings, Giants, Raiders, Seahawks, Bears, Commanders, Browns, Steelers, Lions, Bills. Yeah, I agree with that list perfectly. All right, go use the bathroom, big guy. Go, go use the bathroom. I'll close this out here. Uh, while Grant's using the bathroom, um, this is actually like the first time that this has happened in like over a year. Grant, if you if you're a new viewer of the podcast a new listener of the podcast uh obviously we've we've grown a lot more since a year ago but grant had a reoccurring issue of having to use the bathroom while we were recording um took a you know figured it figured it out uh learned that he shouldn't be just you know draining gatorades before uh coming on to uh to the podcast to record um clearly that didn't happen today uh he he has relapsed um, but, uh, just, you know, this is the first time this has happened in a while. Just wanted to address that, um, thinking about it, but with that, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, rate us five stars. You can find us on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on TikTok and Instagram at waterboy pod. Oh, and he's back. 
I was just wrapping us up. Oh, I was getting ready to do. I was trying to walk in right when you say "water boys out," and I would have said it uh, and ended. But uh, and boy, make sure to follow finish. me and Grant at Evers Takes and at Waterboy Grant. You can follow the podcast at Waterboy Paul on Twitter. And with that, Waterboys out. And Waterboys out, baby. Let's go.